You're listening to DraftKings Network. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We each drank 15 shots of this drink. Around the eighth one or ninth one, the bartender who was Russian goes, this is not called tequila. This is called gasolina and i was like what <laughs> and then Bro. i'm like yo she was a spy in cuba in my head it was all mixing in no, I, thought you were, I thought you were russian but you guess you bought yeah i know damn <laughs> Bro, i didn't know there was some of us in moscow <laughs> and she goes in russia when you're playing hockey with your friends and you lose a tooth whether from fighting or taking a puck or a stick to the face okay the person who caused you to lose the tooth has to buy you this drink mm-hmm. It's the Cooligans, stupid. You and your wife have very different uh, BMIs, so I feel like you can handle different levels <laughs> yeah, of yeah, alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, my building came with a little bit more storage room, you know? Hers is spilling out into the living room. <laughs> uh, Paul Nelson said, that's what Russians call light banner. Yeah. Knocking a tooth <laughs> yeah, out, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> We're just having fun. Um, you missing teeth now. <laughs> so, uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cooligans. Uh, obviously, man, too much uh i'm excited about this coming weekend like legit one of the most uh, out of any american soccer weekend that we've been a part of in in the seven years since mm-hmm. we started this show this one in particular just feels it's it, it's like the build-up of uh of the a perfect sort of storyline we don't we usually a, don't get great storylines like these and it's two days worth that's right it's saturday sunday and now, w- we've been around We've gone to Europe and we've we've packed in a lot of football. Yeah. But this is the first time we're packing in a whole lot of soccer. <laughs> That's right, bro. This is a soccer weekend. Very much so. NWSL final on Saturday. Uh, and then the MLS uh, Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals on Sunday. Uh, we're going to be uh, at both. Uh, so this is going to be, we think, we hope, we, think, we hope, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we're pretty sure we're going to The be plan up. is to be a both, <laughs> but anything can happen, but yo, NWSL invite us to an event, bro. <laughs> That'd be cool. I heard they have an event that are invite only. I, who better? Wow. wow. We could co-stream your game. So you can't invite you us to a little, lost little, time. you lost our number. What's a, what's it called? What's a, what's it called when you do like an event, a little shindig? Is that the word? A, yeah. I almost said wing ding. So I was like, <laughs> I know that's wrong. And why hasn't anyone opened a wing shop called wing ding, bro? It's my favorite font. <laughs> Yo. Oh, my name? It's airplane, airplane, roller coaster, airplane, slash. What you mean we can't uh, seal this deal? And I completed the contract correctly. This is how I sign my name, bro. Wow. Yeah. Yo, you living in uh in the 1900s, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> okay. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. So. Uh, let's go. <laughs> let's trying to pull it back. Let's start with um the. Uh, should we start with the matches themselves or or the recent announcement of of Coach of the Year? 
let's start with Coach of the Year because we got to give Philly a little love on this episode. A little bit, right. Because they, they really came here for the smoke. You know <laughs> okay. what I mean? They're uh, all going to be like brisket because you get in smoke. Wow. Okay. That's right. There it is. Uh, <laughs> off to a hot start. Um, no. Number food puns. Jim Curtin, uh, the homie. Wins uh, MLS Coach of the Year, and uh, you know, and that's all Philly will win. You voted, you voted for him. Or, I did. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I voted for Wilfred Nancy of the Montreal uh, head coach. And for those of you who didn't see, do you have the? I uh, do have it. Uh, I know you love it because it's a spreadsheet. It's no, well, I mean, it's just a couple, three cells. It's, a form. In Excel. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that much, but uh, yes. Here goes. So this is this is why this is uh, kind of I don't know if it's controversial, but it's it, it's probably the closest vote I think I've ever seen. Uh, it, I don't it, think I've ever seen the vote come out. I feel like the the percentages normally don't really matter, but unless this one, it's because of this one. But so uh, again, congrats, uh, uh, Jim Curry and the coach, the homie. Obviously, uh, we're big. Fans. One of us voted for you. <laughs> okay, he won two years ago. I was like, yeah, he got. He doesn't need. What do you one. need? What do you got? <laughs> Want to get a second mantle? You don't need that. Um, but this is what uh, I think the shock was for a lot of people. Uh, so you can see the voting breakdown right here on the screen. But Jim Curtin obviously won with an average of 23.57% of the vote. And Wilfred Nancy won, uh, uh, came in second place with 237 So he lost out by 0.1%. 0.1%, it could have even been like a it, co. It could have been my vote. It 100% could have been your vote. <laughs> it could have been my vote. <laughs> so what I'm hearing from you, and based on the math you've you showed me, mm-hmm. is that Jim Curtin needs to personally thank me <laughs> because I was that swing vote. <laughs> okay. This is, uh, the Cooligans is a swing state, bro. <laughs> bro, we're Iowa, baby. <laughs> you better come here and you better work your hardest. But, but you need to be campaigning I, in, these, in these rooms. I need bro. to see some lawn signs, <laughs> and we ain't even got lawns. So you better work hard. So, uh, but no, this is this is incredibly, incredibly close. And you can see. I know you didn't vote for Jim Curtin, but do you feel right about how these three sort of. <coughs> yeah, I, so I, I would. I'm surprised. So Jim Curtin won. Uh, and the, the, the things to highlight uh, the Philadelphia Union uh, uh, in their uh, club record finished with the most goals and allowed the least goals in, yeah. in, in, in club history. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely, you could understand why he, it's a very deserving win. Right. They also had that run where they were just Bayern Muniching everyone. Right. But then you usually, uh, for the most part, the the winner of the uh, Coach of the Year is usually the team that won the Supporter Shield. So I'm, what I'm surprised about is that Curtin finished above Chirondolo. I okay. thought it was, I thought it was going to be. Um, it, it, so I thought it was. I thought it would be Chirondolo, um first, maybe if you know because he won the supporter shield, and then uh, Nancy, and then Curtin. So let's talk about this. If you have a race, right, and you're in a Bugatti, right, and I'm in my mom's minivan, right, okay, mm-hmm. and let's say I come in second to you, right, you get the trophy. But when they say best driver, they're going to be like, we got to give it to the, the dude guy in the, mini, in yeah. the minivan. Okay. And no disrespect to Philadelphia's roster, but they don't have, you know, your Carlos Velas, uh, your Chicho's, your, uh, or Chucho, my bad, uh, your uh, Chicho, Chicho was right. Was right? Yeah, my yeah, bad. Yeah, I thought Chicharito, no, I got messed up. <laughs> um, we don't, they don't have your, you know, Chiellini's, your Gareth Bale's, technically LAFC doesn't have Gareth Bale either. Uh, <laughs> they don't have your, you know, superstar names, your Kellen Acosta's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got what? Gazdag, you got Ale Bedoya. 
They're a bunch of kids. <laughs> you I know, don't Glass know about Nance? that. I mean, the, but, the, but, but the consistency is, over the last uh, at least three, four years for the Philadelphia Union has led to a place where the foundation is so strong that you could understand why Jim Curtin would, why the team would be successful and why Jim Curtin would win. They just won Supporters Shield two okay. years ago. I think... I think Sharundalo has proved me wrong when I said to his face, like, Dude, you're not going to be a good guy. Uh, I literally <laughs> said this. <laughs> not exactly. Yeah, like that, I was like, you were basically said, like, how's this going to work? Yeah, you yeah. don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing, bro. <laughs> you, never, you think you're just going to come to America and get a big job in MLS? But he, it don't work that way. And then he showed me. Uh, but I think we, I would, uh, we would both agree that Steve Sharundalo has proven He's an incredible coach. He's gotten a lot out of this team. Yeah. Wouldn't you say, though, wouldn't you admit that it took more for Jim Curtin to get out what he got, to get the results he got with his squad than it did for Gerondolo with LAFC? I would say that. So, so then doesn't that deserve? Yeah, yeah. I'm not upset that Jim Curtin won. I, I, I know. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, yeah, you yeah. said you thought it'd be the supporter shield. Because uh, that's, that's been the pattern. Right. So that's why. I. So when you look at the, the votes, the breakdown of the votes, it's uh, players, media, and uh, technical staff get right. to get to vote. But look at the difference between media between uh, uh, for 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 Jim Curtin and Wilfred Nancy. It's it's completely Bro. on the opposite end. Also, but, if you look at Wilfred Nancy's player, I don't think his own player voted for him, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wilfred Nancy got nine point five percent of the vote from the players in MLS. Uh, so to me, that says like they. Maybe they just don't see that value, that connection. The players didn't see that. But how? why is it that 9% of the players feel that way, but 43% of the media feel that way? So I think, so when you say did more with less, and we had this conversation when we went, when we broke down our, our ballots, but um, I think Wilfred Nancy did more than Jim Curtin, you know, did more with less than Jim Curtin did more with less. I wouldn't agree to that, actually. I would, I would that's, yeah. I would say if you look at both those squads, I would say that they're fairly even. Uh, I mean, look, did Montreal finished what two points, three points behind um, Dude, behind Philly? Ishmael Kone is probably going to go to it's, probably going to go to Europe. But the season, Georgia Mahalovic, hold on, Georgia Mahalovic definitely going to Europe. Wanyama probably not going to come back. Probably going to go to uh, Turkey. You've got uh, Wilfred Nance, Nancy, who's being looked at by European clubs. Supposedly, there's already offers in, in place. Mm-hmm. You're looking at four potential superstars and you've got a couple of uh, Canadian national team players in there. Look at Philly. Philly ain't got that. No, I mean, Glesnitz is defender of the year. Hold on. Please. Goalkeeper of the year. Defender of the year. Right. Glesnitz. Uh, Glesnitz. Not someone being looked at by Europe is what I'm saying. I'm just saying, but you don't think he's, he was a beast? No, that means he played really well. That doesn't mean he's uh, a superstar in the making. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean he's sort of waiting in the wings. Does he have the publicity of a Chiellini? No, he does not. But as far as a consistently good player for Jim Curtin for years. And deserves defender of the year. I voted for you for defender of the year. But the, the fact that you're implying that Montreal, who on is, paper I think has no, no, I'm sorry, look at I the, don't know what the just term look at is. the last three years for Montreal, they've been somewhat a nightmare. They had a they had no, I love you, Thierry Henry is not a manager, bro. <laughs> I don't think it was Henry's fault, I think it was the Wilfred yeah. Nazi took what Thierry Henry brought in and and kind of re removed it all around. They, what they weren't like superstars, even when Henry was there, Philly. Neither has had Philly. a level of consistent. What are you talking? They just won to Porter Shield two years ago. But they're not superstars. They were. They. They. If it wasn't what who on Philly 
Would you say like Europe was like, oh, we got to have this guy? Ishmael Kona came out of nowhere. This kid was not even in an academy. So are you suggesting that Montreal might have a better squad, even close to Philadelphia? Because I, I do. I think Philadelphia I beats think Montreal a, 10 out of 10 times. But that's because of Jim Curtin. I don't, I don't, I don't You know I don't what? Know. I would say if you FIFA ratings somebody, alone. Please, somebody in the chat. <laughs> if you're a Philly fan, I'm imagining. I'm sure there are some. Where's Doobsburg, bro? Let us know if this makes any sense from Alexis. Because Philadelphia has been phenomenal the last, especially three years. So I don't okay, know. Nick Red said this might be the worst take by Alexis than the 2000 <laughs> Lions versus Sun. What is? I look. I I think the the vote is so close because pe- people really did feel for at least forty three percent of the media felt that Wilfred Nanti did more with less than Jim Curtin. That's why the differences are so stark. I don't agree. I would say it's I, pretty I, close, but I bet you just like I don't know. Like I don't think. Montreal squad to squad is a better team than Philadelphia, but that's because they have Jim Curtin. But I don't know, maybe FIFA ratings or something. You know what I mean? Like the the actual players would be rated higher on Montreal than they are in Philly, even though I think Philly is a better coach squad, which is why not by much, but a better coach squad, which is why I voted for Jim Curtin. Okay, I, and I think over overall, <laughs> uh, just going to said ten thousand lines versus Jim Curtin. <laughs> <laughs> overall, the um. The the from academy to everything, the whole body of work that Jim Curtin has done, uh, and has he completely revitalized what the Philadelphia Union looked like, and and made them a, a power player in the world football market with the transfers of, of Brent, like Brendan Aronson and stuff like that. When you can do stuff like that, you will be known on a global scale and be respected and and be sought after. But okay. but. I'm just saying, Philadelphia, they're a good team. I'm just so saying. I have, a, I have a follow-up <laughs> question for you, Your Honor. Go for it. Uh, a lot of people are talking about uh, Jesse Marsh as the potential next U.S. Men's National Team coach if, if Burhalter, you know, lays an egg on this one. Sure. Doesn't Jim Curtin deserve that more? Um, I, I don't know if deserve is not the word I would use, but I think Jim Curtin is... Probably going to get an opportunity. I'm sure he's already, you know, received the offers uh, to, to manage in Europe. Um, but I, I think that's his next move. I think he's going to take an opportunity to, to, to do that. So does he Not deserve, what I asked. Does Not he what I asked. If it was between, if you were making the decision. No, I would take Jesse Marsh. Why? Um, I, I think uh, a stronger connection to the players that are already there. Um, uh, obviously, already having, I mean, obviously they both coach Brendan Aronson, but um, having already worked with Tyler Adams, already having managed uh, two clubs uh, in Europe, you would just say the resume is better for, Je- for, for Jesse Marsh. So I would give him the opportunity. So if you were making that decision, you would yeah. give it to Jesse Marsh just yeah. because of the resume. Yeah, yeah. You don't think Jim Curtin has kind of coached his way into maybe being considered a front runner for that position? Knowing that there's there's yeah, probably say, there's probably yeah, some I mean yeah I could say I there's could some that. cons to his resume being that he doesn't have the connection to the the players that play in Europe mm-hmm. for the most part that's certainly a strike against Jim Curtin's uh, resume but I would almost say regardless of how Philadelphia ends the season his coaching pedigree to me has been self proven to me he's the front runner he may not get the gig because there's probably more pros on the Jesse Marsh side. But to me, he is, for me, the front runner. If something were to happen to Burhalter, I still yeah. believe in Burhalter. Yeah, I think the, the fact that... Um, but maybe you can't hire a second MLS coach. 
I mean, do, I mean, look, it'll piss off people on Twitter. Everyone's that's about gonna it. Everyone's going to piss yeah. off everyone. <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, that's no reason to not do it. Um, is Could he do the job? I'm 100% certain, but yeah, there's... It's a different job overall, right? Like the the, I think Jim Curtin is a great, especially with uh, bringing in young players, giving people opportunities, uh, and he's a he's a good dude. I mean, we've uh, spoken to him enough where we're just like, all right, this is out of all the coaches that we've met, you know, I would say he's he's. He, by far, he's on the top of the list. He's like generally one of the nicest. So Jim Curtin? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, on the vibes list? He's yeah, top. Yeah. Vibes is great. He's you the supporter shield winner for vibes, bro. <laughs> I'm like that. If we, out of one of the coaches that we've met, so we can make Chirundalo's a. vibey as hell, too. But we didn't meet him as a coach. We didn't meet him as a coach. Um, Nick Cushing, vibes. Vibes are heavy. He might be. He might be a little too vibes. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, vibes are good. The I, first time I met Nick Cushing, like officially, he was standing on a table, <laughs> screaming into a microphone, blowing out a speaker, legitimately blowing out a speaker. So that's that's a heavy vibe. Vibes are great. He a, even said he, he said well, well, there was a viral video that went of a, of a song uh, that he did after uh, NYCFC won uh, MLS Cup and. He, he he did an interview with Ian Joy, and he said, like, if I knew that I was going to be the interim manager six months later, I probably wouldn't have done that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so um, who else? Uh, who else have we met? Dope coaches. I mean, Schmetzer does not make the vibes. Schmetzer, list. no, he's not. Schmetzer's not making the vibes. <laughs> the vibes list, bro. is not there. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, at least he's very he's low on the vibe power rankings. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he might be less. He got that little dash. He didn't go up or down. He stayed at the bottom. <laughs> uh Curtin gotta be up there. I'm trying to think. Struber, we've never met. I met Gerhard Struber. Did you? Yeah, at Yankee Gerhard. Stadium. Gerhard Struber. Yeah, I met yeah. him at Yankee Stadium. Well, what do we think? I, sh- I shook his hand. I'm like, hey, how you doing, coach? This was at the the game against Atlanta. The, before the playoff game. No, no, no. Before the This derby. is last, last year's. Uh, no, this was Rebels had already lost the day before. They uh, lost to Philly uh, the day before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he came and watched NYCFC play uh, Atlanta. And I met him there, just shook his hand. Vibes, also not very great. Not great. But he's also just lost in the playoffs yeah. and he's at his rival stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also, <laughs> he thought probably you were going to be like, yo, thank you for losing. Piece of shit, you know. Just dump water on him. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take this, you German. Why is he being disrespectful? Uh, I don't even know if he's German. He might be Austrian. Uh, who else? Who are some of the other managers? Lucci? Lucci. He's back, right? Lucci's uh, at San Jose now. Vibes, vibe, but like dad vibes, chill vibes. But like, dude who's not Guano, but grew up in Miami, <laughs> right? But the he's like the dad at the party who like gets one Miller Light <laughs> in him, and he starts vibing heavy. And you're like, wow, I haven't seen dad's hips move like this in a while. In a while, okay. Who's Chicago coach? Uh, nah. Ezra. Yeah. Uh, nah. No, we have not met. We haven't met him. Uh, so I don't know. Um, Who else have we met? Oh, what's who's uh? Who's oh, Oscar Pereja, dude. Vibes, it's are, vibes are good. On Oscar abuelo Pereja. vibes, abuelo, though. <laughs> abuelo, right? At least Theo vibes. Theo, you know? but like the heartwarming. Yeah, Theo. yeah, yeah. You know, not the a, one who calls you and says like, "Yo, your mother told me she's mad at you." What are you doing? <laughs> you know how she gets. Uh, Let the, us know who your vibes <laughs> power ranking you know, is, bro. We're just doing it. I don't know. We didn't know. We, we didn't plan this. Um, <laughs> Struber has a weird vibe, like the Sprockets bit on Saturday Night Live. Oh, what? I don't, I don't remember that bit. Isn't that the one where they were like? Uh, and it's the sprockets. Oh, Isn't yeah, that it? yeah, maybe the radio show. Is it that? Is that what it was? Yeah, I don't remember. Um, 
the uh, <laughs> Chris Armis is available as well as the men's <laughs> national team coach. Nick Red is crazy. SKC fans, you said Peter Vermees, pretty low. The vibes count. That's an army vibe, bro. <laughs> That's an army vibe right there. That's uh, a, you know, he's, he does his bed before he goes to the bathroom when he wakes up vibe. <laughs> you know man, what I'm talking about? Sure. Ain't like, you got a pee, bro? <laughs> uh, okay. So, but like always, Adrian uh, Heath. Super vibey. Oh, the vibes are Yo, wild. He don't Adrian. get to the top of the list, but he's the he automatically gets invited to every party. <laughs> Inchi gets the Inchi's heavy on the vibes. Bro. Very much so. Uh, no, we got to do the Cooligans Vibes of the Year Award, Bryce. <laughs> you're right, dude. Okay, uh, okay. Who's gonna build the award? <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you. We'll give him the telly, dude. Awards <laughs> like that. Um, the uh, Justin Freebird said Christian is slowly losing his invite to dinner at Jim's house. <laughs> <laughs> he all, he all understands yeah, you know he gets it i mean look this is, it is an interesting thing because we are uh close uh with jim Curtin, but obviously we are our teams are facing each other yeah. uh this weekend you know how you voted for nancy you remember you know that meme of uh wesley snipes crying holding the gun right that's how you voted for Jim, bro. um the tab ramos taylor ham vibes yo oh we true. met tab we have met tab we like um he's low on the vibe did scale we interview though. tab or oh, we weren't. I think we weren't allowed to, right? No, he was. Very, he was. I mean, he wanted to show us no personality. No, no, no. It, that wasn't. That wasn't the issue. Um, it, this was at the the coaches, coaches conference. Yeah, uh, and he, we were at like an Adidas um, uh, activation, I, uh, like a thing. Uh, um, what's it called? The step and repeat, and it had Adidas all over it. And he's uh, a Nike a U.S. Soccer is with Nike, and he's he's like, I don't think I can. Be here. I don't think we ended up speaking to him. It was just like, oh no, we introduced ourselves. Yeah, yeah, I know that. But and he gave us. I don't want to say it was a cold shoulder, but yeah, it but, felt like it. But it was it was twenty seventeen Cooligans. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. Who it, was we. A, it was a different vintage. <laughs> it's a different vintage now. The vibes are different. Our Cooligans. vibes are different. <laughs> um, okay. The vibes will be a pair of Air Force Ones painted gold. Oh my God, Justin Freeberg! Yo, we gotta make these. Okay, I ain't doing it. Somebody gotta make it, please. Who, who wants to volunteer? We got a bronze, a pair of. Okay, uh, let's go real quick through the matches uh, for the MLS playoff matches last week. Philadelphia did beat uh, Cincinnati one 0 This was a fairly. Um, the game was basically like, all right, when's Philly going to score? Why are they, why are they, why are they terrorizing their fans by uh, making it a little bit scary? This is one of those things that Philly does though, is that sometimes they kind of lay in the cut a little bit Mm -hmm. and you're just like, when are they going to turn it on? Yeah. I mean, um, Andre Blake stepped up. He had a a couple big, big saves. And I I think, I think it was after this game that, um, Jim Curtin, I think it, at at halftime, he said something like that the Philadelphia Union, like analytics department focuses on getting a a good, like on goalkeeper first. And that's where they start to build out their roster. And it's, you know, obviously just complimenting their uh, goalkeeper of the year. But you, I know why you did that. You're like, oh, spreadsheets. (laughs) Um, okay, sure. Someone Uh, said, by the way, two episodes in a row with a spreadsheet. So technically the three sounds. I'll I'll put a fucking spreadsheet on every (laughs) Episode. Well, you think the Bible words is not going to be spreadsheet based, <laughs> bro? Um, so the uh, um, so uh, he, right, look, did he save them necessarily from this game? But it, it's 
Uh, I, I would say more that's than anything. You want, that's you want, why you have a goalkeeper like Andre. Right, Blake, but though. you got to give credit to FC Cincinnati for one getting this far for their first time in the playoffs. They went from wooden spoon to second round of the playoffs. Yeah, that's yeah, very much so. You know, I guess we, I'm the only one clapping. <laughs> we make jokes about uh, Cincinnati all the time, but I think you know maybe we could put th- those to rest. Uh, put the, uh, you know put those to bed. Who do we hand bit? that to though? I mean, Those L's will keep coming, but we just have to deliver them to somebody else. Who got the wooden spoon this year? The f- not the fire. Who got it? I think it was Kansas City. No, no, it wasn't Kansas City. They finished with 40 points, I believe. Uh, it was... <laughs> Mike Thomas called this the V look up against. <laughs> DC. 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 It feels like a, a weird year for them, but whatever. Like uh, They've won MLS Cup. They have a such a historic... Yeah, uh, you know, they have, uh, you know, uh, you know, a, a great history with their club. So it's difficult to just the uh, excel against. <laughs> I'll <laughs> take it. <laughs> Get ready for a new show hosted by Christian alone, dude. Yeah, dude. Okay. So, but, um, so the fact that uh, Cincinnati uh, played as well as they did only gave up uh, one goal. Um, they, they really couldn't find any space to even create a, a, a like outside of the probably two saves that Andre Blake really, really had to make. You got to sync those against a team like Philly. Yeah. Uh, That's the thing about Philly is if they, they don't make many mistakes, but when they do, you have to capitalize. Yeah, I was just surprised. Uh, Cincinnati had a lot of the ball here. Um, and it, I think it was a little scary for uh, Union fans. I, I, it, I thought it was going to go to at least extra time or something like that because Cincinnati did look all right. But I legitimately thought you said extra time, bro. Bro, that's what I do <laughs> I with like, my lady, bro. I like, oh, I think both teams could win if you're being honest. <laughs> okay. And we have a countdown clock. All right. We, <laughs> okay. The ref is there, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I'm always, yeah, I'm always yeah. like, yo, ref, what time is that? We almost done? And let me tell you something. He's going to be handing out yellows and reds, bro. You want to be easy. <laughs> uh, okay. Next up, uh, El Trafico. Uh, that was on Thursday, right? I believe uh, LAFC wins three to two. What a great game! Incredible game. One of the best, uh, I think. Uh, e Trafico. Uh, I think this is you know the the ones in the past in general have usually been um, L- like LAFC collapsing when they right. should have probably should have won or LA Galaxy not really having much of an opportunity. Even in that the the last e Trafico playoff game, which was like five three. Uh, the it was just a mess. The game, like nobody wanted to defend. Is this the best derby? It felt it felt like two fairly even teams. Uh, I wanted extra time, uh, but you know, LAFC LA this couldn't it, do it. Uh, LA I, Galaxy. The I felt I felt I felt bad for. Oh, I kind of wanted Galaxy to win. I just uh, I like the you know they. I don't know. Bro, if you the, hate uh, Sharandalo. What, what are you doing here, <laughs> bro? You nutmeg him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I just uh, I think uh, Chicharito uh, advancing. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a Chicharito fan. I wanted Chicharito to win more than anything, um, but. So I, I did feel bad when they gave up that goal in the 93rd minute because you could tell that they was just they were just trying to score um, and and so they 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 brought on uh, Victor Vasquez right they sent everyone they sent everyone they're like yo let's and then um, who was it that scored uh, Jovlich yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, unbelievable A beautiful goal unbelievable goal so I'm oh like, my god extra time at Trafico this is gonna be great maybe we'll go to penalties yeah. I just wanted the chaos he said Fuagata yeah and then uh, who is it. Uh, uh, Buanga scored two, and right. then Chicho Arango scored that last goal. And I it just- was so back and forth. I would say I prefer the Hudson River Derby, but we've never really done it at this level in a playoff game. Right? We haven't had the stakes. Yeah, who- that this that this Derby has. Somebody uh, pointed this out. I think it. 
Um, I forgot his name. I hate that I forgot his name, but he's a great uh, journalist and he covers NYCFC. But he pointed out that um, uh, NYCFC has been, uh, NYCFC and Rebel have faced each other something like, I don't know, 10, 12 times. Yeah, it feels like 10, oh, they Oh, no, sorry. They both made the playoffs seven years. Uh, uh, they've been in the playoffs seven years in a row um, and Not never faced, faced each other yeah, in the playoffs. No. And LAFC uh, and Galaxy have been in the playoffs at the same time. And uh, always faced each other. <laughs> yeah, two times or three yeah. times, and they've always faced each other. So that is uh, just an interesting stat because uh, right. it'd be nice to have that game in the playoffs, the Hudson River Derby in the, in the playoffs. When you hear that stat, it does feel like Garber's in a room smoking <laughs> <laughs> do it again. <laughs> okay. You know what to do, ref. <laughs> He's getting all the sponsors lined up. Uh-huh. Look, they're doing it. They're yeah, doing it for yeah. me. See, you can see how much control I have yeah, over Yeah, he there. calls Continental Tire. He's like, <laughs> if I were you, I maybe would spend a little bit more uh, marketing in the Western <laughs> western part of the country. So uh, I had seen the, um, the, the ratings, the television ratings for this game were maybe because it was a weekday, but they did. They actually didn't do that well. They did worse than like um, NYCFC Montreal, which was on a weekend, obviously. But really? you would again. It's just you. This is the one of the most high profile games in MLS. And hey, bro, who cares? Apple, you already bought it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you already you already signed the Wingdings. Uh, <laughs> it's all done. You yo, you got plane roller coaster three dashes. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, you can't go back on that. <laughs> uh, Justin Freeber said, interesting fact, the three teams that have gained the most points over the last five seasons are three of the four teams in the conference finals, LAFC, Union, and NYCFC. So it's making sense. Yeah, the math, the math adds up. The math is mathing, oh, as they say. Um, quick maths, bro. <laughs> so... Um, the yeah the it was a corner from Kellen Acosta and you see Victor Vasquez being like I ain't here to play defense and the ball <laughs> is going over his head Boanga uh, traps it gets a great uh, shot and then and, and Chicho puts it in so quick question about Kellen Acosta someone in our chat said uh, Kellen is a suspect I I think he's a great player I think he's a great player too I also think he fits this LAFC team really really well he's another guy that we've met we we interviewed him in, in Chicago uh, at the at MLS all-star and he was shirtless remember this did we interview Kellen Acosta? yes we did remember this was wait, oh. Man, I've been telling him he hasn't been on our show for, for a while. no he, he wasn't on the show he was just in like um you know on the the media line after yeah, yeah, training yeah, yeah. and stuff like that was this was uh his Dallas days still yeah yeah was this was after the whole girlfriend thing a whole girlfriend. Remember, thing. like someone kind of was he the one that got played by a girl who got friend zoned very publicly. People were posting about it on Twitter. I have no recollection of this. No, no. Remember, was it, was it Kellen? It might be Kellen. I, I, doesn't ring a bell to me. Uh, <laughs> okay, someone uh, confirm that because if it's not, I want to correct that. It doesn't feel like it was him, but I, I, yeah, I, think I, it was I him. vaguely remember you. We didn't bring it up, but I, it was like we could ask about this, but we ended up not. I, I don't recall that at all. Oh, anyway. Dude, yeah, he got very public. Um, no, Kellen, uh, great vibes. Top. Top vibes. Top vibes. Good dude. We got it. You know that everybody uses that website that has the tiers? Yes. And then you put the, we got to we got to do it, a uh, Like a pyramid. With a the vi- do a vibes, vibes first 11. <laughs> vibes pyramid. Bro. Um, 
The uh, Sean uh, says Kellen hasn't been producing for the club. Two goals, four assists isn't near enough. But he's not. That's, he's not an attacking. He's player. not an attacking player. He's <laughs> a central midfielder. Hold the ball. He's a little box to box. The he's the see, second assist guy. He, yeah, Kellen yeah, yeah. has never been. He's also the second defensive a, midfielder. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's not a ten. He's a hey man. I'm here if you need me, bro. Well, even when he plays for the U.S., he he's coming in for who would he would replace uh, Weston. Maybe Eunice Musa. Hold it. He's a hold the ball. I I, I, I think I said this yesterday. I, I forgot who I was uh, talking about, but just like oh, about Jack Grealish. Mm-hmm. About uh, you just he got he got paid. They paid a hundred million for a guy that doesn't make mistakes and holds on to the ball. And right. that's what Kellen Costa is. Glad it out. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, Alexis Bianca at TMZ Twitter. Quincy <laughs> uh, Pizza said, Christian is like, remember this professional interview we did? And Alexis is like, oh, let me remind myself which cheese man this was related to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot we interviewed him, but it was. I'm telling you, when he was on FC Dallas, it became like the players were like retweeting some girl who, who posted about being friends with him. and But apparently he had been trying to hook up with her for uh, a okay. I mean, I'm sure he's doing fine. In the no, no, I, please, <laughs> please. He's in LA. Uh, let's just say I'm not know? smelling the man's fingers. <laughs> no yeah, let's just say that nobody knows exactly what you're talking about. But what a great <laughs> euphemism! Yeah, yeah. You guys make of that what you will. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Um, okay, so then- the pairing of oh, Ben just calling said the pairing of Kelly uh, and Ilya in the midfield more than made up for losing Atuesta. Dude, Atuesta was good, huh? Um, Edward Atuesta. Well, he went to Liga MX, right? I yeah. believe so. Yeah, um, Chivas. Player. I think he went to Chivas. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and he's uh, uh, crushing it. Doesn't he in on the Mexican national team Atuesta? Who am I thinking of? No, I'm th- it's no. um. Antuna, Uriel Antuna, who also played at uh, LAFC. Where did Antuna went to? Uh, where did Eduardo Tuesta go? He's, uh, he's playing for Palmeiras. Palmeiras. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm confused with Uriel. Colombiano. Um, so, I used to use him in FIFA all the time. Okay. Um, Montreal NYCFC. 
Uh, what this, a game. Uh, honestly, it should have been a clean sheet. Yeah, I agree. Uh, NYCFC keeps doing this thing where at the beginning of the match, I'm like, I have no idea how this is going to go. And then by the 90th minute, I'm like, did the other team even show up, dude? <laughs> it was quite a surprise. I'm like watching this game and, uh, you know, an early goal for Maxi. Uh, I mean, and also the last few matches, uh, the last like six matches for Maxi Morales have been incredible. People, I mean, uh, NYCFC Twitter is just like. dialing back who, that clock. They're, ba- they're basically like. Who are we building the statue of, bro? Is it gonna be? Is it gonna be Maxi? Is it gonna be Maxime Chanel? It's gonna be Alex Collins? We don't know, bro. Hey, it's Maxi Morales is pulling the strings at a rate where, like, you could tell he's like he's MLS Cup ready. You yeah. know what I mean? So, but the, that that brings the question: Is he's what thirty four? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know, exactly, yeah. But could you take him off the pitch after after the second goal, please? <laughs> Can we save him? He did. Uh, he did get subs off, and yeah. I, I heard there was a rumor that he might have picked up a slight knock, but um, I don't think it's anything. I feel like, like he's going to play through it. About, yeah, yeah. And I think every all the players uh, who, who got injured in that game, Maxime Chanel, who was uh, do, doing the Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, absolutely incredible Portugal coaching on the sideline with the bandage yeah. on the on the thigh. I don't the, know if you saw the absolutely stupid live tweeting I was doing. Yes, yes, I did I just see that. Every time someone did something <laughs> positive for NYCFC, I just put, how could you not? I think the first one was, how could you not love Maxi Morales? Mm-hmm. How could you not love the post? <laughs> the post? <laughs> yeah. Post came up big. Yeah, post vibes heavy with the post. I mean, Andre Blake getting goalkeeper of the year. Yeah. I don't know. Post <laughs> dig You know, the well. real shame is we're not giving respect to Andre Blake's been playing next to the post <laughs> this entire season, dude. Uh, and yeah. also, my coach Maxime Cheneau. Yeah, dude. That was, uh, it was fun to see. You, I mean, you see the the just the, he is an absolute leader yeah there's uh and he, who and he's already uh, you know he's made this public uh, he is um getting I, I don't know how what coaching badges he has already but he is the plan is he wants to i think he's gonna stick around with nycfc and, i would and, and absolutely to, love it he's great but you know, another great vibes guy yo heavy vibes. leadership yeah. vibes for real he has the the friend you hang out with who tells you hey guys maybe we shouldn't do this. that's the vibe i get from him like and then all of a sudden you hold an mls cup it's crazy know, yeah. i'm like yo i'm glad i listened to you wow dude <laughs> who filled this with miller light <laughs> there it is okay so the um but the three goals um uh, morales ever ever that goal that is that was the goal that to me, felt like the kind of nail in the coffin for Montreal. They kept hitting the post. Sean Johnson kept making all these saves. And then they... they it just- was one Kai Kamara header where Sean was just like, where to go? <laughs> and the, I think that's that where I got How could you not yeah. love the post? But, the, but once uh, Ever scored that goal, it, it deflated, deflated. Yeah. Uh, Stad Sapudo, man. I felt so... Uh, all I, was, I heard was NYCFC fans yeah, chanting. After well, that. I think there were only like 200, too. Yeah. You could hear it loud and clear. Um, the It felt a little bit just like uh, the New England Revolution game, um, the, the season prior uh, in the playoffs, where you're going, you know, supporter shield winner. Uh, you, you expect to have a really, really tough game and early goal. And it's just like, whoa, didn't expect this at yeah. all. It sort of shifts the way Montreal could play. Yeah, it made them have to be way more direct. But also, they've got a guy like uh, Kai Kamara, who's I don't know how old this man is, but he's thirty-seven. But that dude's got ups, dude. He he has not I, look. I, I I don't know if he's coming back to Montreal because you know he he was without a club for like six He'll seven play for months. Every MLS club, but yeah, the dude. I, he's has he played for NYCFC? And I just yeah. forgot <laughs> he will play for every MLS club. He's um. 
just I, I look he's it's like remarkable what he's because he he is like one of those dudes that is like constantly doubted and he just com- continues He'll never to prove get himself the credit he deserves he's the type of dude that like pablo mauer will do a story on 10 years from now while he's still playing yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know I mean? <laughs> you know what i'm talking about so um yeah look the, so that goal ever scoring that goal um and it was just a fantastic pass from uh, from Gabi Pereira. So and, he, and he's another one that's just like, bro. The, Santi and Gabi are just it's when just, they're on. Good luck. It's unreal how like especially uh, Gabi Pereira who got to, to NYCFC this season, the middle of the season, and he's just adapting quite well. There, there's the also shouts to Justin Hawk. Yeah, he came in the game. They needed him. Uh, so Maxime, after Maxime got hurt, that's when I thought, I was like, oh, I don't think NYCFC is going to be able to hold on. They but switched to a back four, four, and it was a little skittish, yeah, to say the least, at first. Everybody was open for headers. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They weren't, they weren't three center backs there. Um, Remember I told you, I said this uh, a couple weeks ago. I said, as soon as NYCFC went three at the back, they started, they, you know, they stopped giving up as many goals as they, as they used to. Right. Uh, especially in that middle of the season. But if one of them gets hurt, I'm a little worried about what the formation is going to look like and how they're going to handle it. And I'm happy that they handled it quite well, even though they did get, you know, they gave up a, lot, a couple of risky chances and Sean Johnson really had to Sure, they bent, but they didn't break. Correct. But yeah. what have we heard about Cheneau? Oh, no, not yet. Not yet. I mean, it's only been two days, so. They haven't released anything? No, not yet. I, think, I don't think we're going to hear anything until probably Thursday or Friday. I have a feeling he's not going to play against Philly, and that's a massive loss against Philly. I agree. I the agree. team, the team. Talis also, he also pulled a hamstring. Remember the last eight, nine minutes of the game, he couldn't even run. Yeah. They, he had to just stay on the pitch because they had already used all their substitutions. Uh, so hopefully he can play, but, you know, they, they played without him in Miami. Uh, they played without him in, in most of the game against Montreal. Uh, I but don't think having him is obviously very important. Having Chano, not Talis. Talis. I don't think we need Talis. I don't think we need Talis, but but I, he will be super important for MLS Cup if we make it. But yeah. for this match, I think we could survive without Talis. Chano is a massive loss, just especially just his his energy on the pitch. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, great. Uh, he's an absolute beast. His leadership is. Incredible. Brian Tobar said, "Let's give some praise to Thiago Martins this season with his transition and how smooth it's been." I agree. Uh, look, all three center backs um, for NYCFC have, I, I think, been phenomenal. They smart, smart to go to three at the back. Did they do three at the back for Campeones? Yes. Yes. Because ever since Gambonis Cup, we've been a completely different team. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, shouts so, to Yus- uh, Yusef Rikart, who said the bar when uh, Heber scored, hey, big head. <laughs> <laughs> you got a big head. He does. I don't, but hold on. I want to give him a credit. Did you hear him do his interview in English? Yeah, the post game. Yeah. He was great. He's done a couple of them. Hey, bear. I, but no, but this one was like smooth. He didn't take those big, like, hesitations. Yeah. 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 He did an, an interview with Glenn Crooks. Uh, in English, that mm-hmm. was pretty good uh, as well. So uh, happy for him. A lot of yeah. the, the when we met him, they were when we first met him. You were at the Adidas event, right before COVID. No, you no, you met him first. Okay, I met him, and we were we were uh, chatting in Spanish. He speaks Spanish. He pretty speaks well. Spanish pretty well. And uh, somebody, I forgot who it was, goes speak to him in English. He's learning. And I was like, oh, are you, you know, are you speak English? And whatever came out of his mouth was not English. Like, <laughs> it, it was very clearly, it was like the beginning stages of it. And now I was right, like, right. dude, I was watching it. I felt like I'm the one who taught him how to speak English, bro. I felt like I'm the one who taught him. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so like, hey, He did all this work and he steps in. Like, uh, like the, the absent father. You're welcome. The absent father. Makes like, the bro. <laughs> Number one draft. I knew it all along. It's because I wasn't here, bro. I always believed in him. <laughs> you I think- knew that if I was just away from him 
for about 18 years, uh-huh. I knew he would succeed. You think if I wasn't sleeping around with all these thoughts <laughs> that he would have made this league? No, he needed to hate me, bro. I'm his agent. Talk to me. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, look. Uh, overall, uh, I, I thought the the team was great, and I, I and I think that's probably the biggest advantage for NYCFC that it's it's a very different team than the than the team that played the Philadelphia Union two times earlier this year. Uh, NYCFC lost both of those matches. Uh, It was the first time uh, Philly beat NYCFC at uh, at Yankee Stadium. And it was, I think it was funny too, because we were, that that game we were on the field and uh, I think they lost two nothing. Right. And then we were posting content and stuff like that. And then Jim Curtin, I think, texted us. He was like, yo, why didn't y'all say hi? (laughs) I'm like, bro. Jimmy. (laughs) He literally. This is why he's topping the ranks in the vibes list. The vibes are immaculate because that's the kind of light, that's the light banter we appreciate. Absolutely. He's like, yo, why didn't y'all come say hi? Weird that y'all didn't say hi. I was celebrating on third base. I don't know why you were. (laughs) Uh, Brian Tobar said, so when we get cooligans on the NYCFC Forever pod, uh, trust the vision I've been on. I've been on as well. Yeah, we but both we, I have think been we've, on. We've called in. We've never been uh, there in person. We haven't been invited to the basement. Right, right. That's right. The big dude basement. <laughs> You're going to stand out like a sore thumb on this show, bro. Okay, Yo, I'm fine with it. It's all big dudes, bro. We're going to have Doritos. <laughs> uh, shouts to NYCFC Forever Pod. Absolutely incredible. You get a real sense of what it's like in the supporter section. Or for those who know, if you know, uh, you know, the, the bodega. What's it like behind a bodega? Exactly. That's that pod. Shouts <laughs> to everybody on there. Shouts to Sanchez, shouts to Dube, shouts to Yousef, shouts to Irving if he ever is. I don't even know if he's still on. <laughs> the work that up. you fire him? What happened? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened. But last time I was on that show, though, uh, we had been going through that run. It was right after the week after they did the Dyla out, the Ronnie out. Yeah. Uh, and I said, bro, you guys got to trust it. We're going to make a comeback. You got to trust the vision. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who said that. And we won MLS Damn Cup. That's it. We Look, it all comes back to Alexis. <laughs> and bro. The, the Dan, Ale- I took time from teaching a bear how to speak English. <laughs> it's called, they call him Alexis Butterfly Effect Guerrero. <laughs> bro, if I say it, it happens. <laughs> My wife says that's called manifesting. <laughs> okay, somebody did mention the, um, the blue-collar workers thing. We are, oh, yeah, we got to talk about this. I already this. got this on deck. We got bro. this pulled up. Yeah, so, shout out to Fox 29 Philly. Uh-huh. Uh, talking to um, fans, uh, Philadelphia Phillies fans, after uh, they, they. Congrats to the Phillies who are in the, made it in to the World, World Series. Series. Yeah. Um, they, did they win it the last time they were there? I think they did, right? I have no clue. A couple years ago. I just, you know, it, it's, it shut up in the Mets. That's always me. Uh, <laughs> That's all you say. And also, the Yankees took a massive L as well. I don't know what you're talking so, yeah. about. We purposely lost for so that we I could I thought Houston give. were the cheaters that were supposed to get beat. Well, in. clearly they cheated again. <laughs> Bro, that did. With, with cheating or not cheating, they're just better at hitting and pitching. Did you see Ted Cruz's video at the game? Oh, yeah, I did too. The end of that video might be my favorite ending. <laughs> so, you my dick. <laughs> just such a New York Hey, thing. welcome to New York. Hey. Now get out of here. <laughs> okay. So, if you haven't if uh, if you haven't seen or heard this, uh, this is the local news station, Fox 29, they're interviewing fans after uh, the Philadelphia Phillies uh, made it to the World Series. I love a good Philadelphia man on the street segment because last time I saw one, a man ate human, uh, <laughs> ate a horse poop. So, so you know, yeah. Philly's a different place. <laughs> so, I mean, there are two women here. I hope it's not like some two girls, one cup type thing. Uh, you never know. <laughs> so Three, actually. <laughs> so, the, uh, so here it goes. I, I will play it and then we'll react to it. Go, Philly! 
Phillies. <laughs> Let's go, Phils. Okay, listen, Phillies taking over. The, no, the Phillies are taking over. Also, the Eagles, the Flyers, the Sixers. Uh, I don't know. But listen, wait, the who? The Union. Go Phillies! Go Phillies! <laughs> the Union! There it is. The Union Blue Collar Workers. <laughs> Bro. Yo, if somebody at Subaru Park doesn't have a sign that says Blue Collar Workers, if the merch isn't being <laughs> screen printed as we speak, the shirts better be steaming hot. Okay. Come well, this game on Sunday. We're going to have a problem, bro, because bro. this is the best. This is the best uh, level of it's, it's advertising. Mm. It's also it's also a, you know, a lot of people, even in Philly, a lot of MLS yeah. fans are like, you know, there were a lot of sighs. I like, oh, we still have so much work to do. No, 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 no. You got to lean in. That's it. You can be like, yo, you don't know about the Philadelphia. Look at the shirt I'm wearing. (laughs) Bro. You got to lean in. That's it. We got to lean into Philadelphia Union Blue Collar Workers versus the New York York City FC uh, Baseball, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just whatever. Who cares? The pinstripes. I don't (laughs) care what you want to call us. Okay, but... That's that's how we should embrace this moment because this moment is a gift. It is this is not anything to be. Uh, uh, you couldn't have paid for marketing like this, exactly, bro. So, uh, but obviously uh, hilarious. But this is a comic like who <laughs> like the blue collar workers. <laughs> but are you some sort of like socialist? What is going on? Uh, <laughs> so are you like trying to eat the rich? <laughs> Just where do you stand on uh, these very important political issues? Wait, 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 wait! Don't come back to your to your Yo. uh, broadcast. I have more <laughs> questions about why you're talking about union. I I love that you know the, the, this girl's informed. You know yeah. she knows her stuff. She's yeah. just like all right this union what okay i like the girl behind her she's like yup union <laughs> okay pay your dues damn get, has a hard hat and an yeah. orange vest yeah. she's like 100 percent. take those 15 minute breaks fellas <laughs> you des- ladies you deserve it i hate <laughs> so uh, uh oh i love justin freeber said the blue collar workers versus the timberland pigeons hey <laughs> i know who i'm voting for <laughs> love it uh so Shout out to JG said. Shout out to Logo Fifty Seven. <laughs> uh, well, isn't it? Um, Yanis uh, uh, and and Chris when they used to do History High News, they were Ladder Fourteen. Remember that they used to do Ladder Fourteen. R.I.P. R.I.P. You know how it is. Uh, but dude, the uh, so no, that was uh, fun. Obviously, very very exciting. So uh, good good on them. I I like and like we said, I hope they use it as an opportunity uh, to to uh, promote the game. Do whatever, man. Have fun with it. Um, okay. Uh, what else uh, do we? Ben just going said blue collar workers versus the Las Vegas legends just for the kids <laughs> alone. Oh, we got to talk about this. We do got to talk about this. this. Is the other thing I also have uh, on deck because if uh, if you're on soccer Twitter, especially MLS Twitter, the uh, Austin Austin FC obviously congrats to Austin. We didn't even talk about that game, but Austin, congrats to their fans. Austin beat Dallas, yeah, uh, two to one. Uh, great game. I mean, they two very quick goals. Yeah, uh, and uh, the but they um, very much uh, a deserved win. But this is, I don't understand this. We played a clip of the fans being like, you didn't believe in us. Right. You know, uh, Andrew Weeb. Yeah, yeah, Andrew Weeb. <laughs> you know, so like. What ended up happening? David Gass. <laughs> David Gass. David Ass. Yeah. You know, yeah. So uh, great. Hilarious. We love it. All right. And those guys responded really uh, yeah, of course. well you gotta, to it. Again, they leaned in. Yeah. So this, so the, the predictions were laminated. 
Uh, and we showed the tweet last time. And if you were listening to this, it's obviously uh, the MLS experts prediction to all the people that Taylor that, Twelman know. did confirm who did this, though. Did you see this? Yes. Yes. Felipe yeah. Martins did this. The troll of troll. Our our league's own Diego Costa. Yeah. Has a lamination machine. Yeah, Felipe has always been known to be feisty, especially on the pitch. I, I didn't expect it like on social media. I know. And I didn't think he was out here, you know, photoshopping. Oh, I did not know he had a laminator in his house. Keeping the receipts <laughs> from <laughs> Staples My where he bought the laminator. Arts and crafts. Yeah. Uh, but you can see this is the, the, the tweet also came from Anthony Precourt. Which well, this is, photo, someone took a picture of this and a lot of people have been posting Anthony this Precourt. photo. I think Anthony Precourt. No, but a couple of people posted this from yeah. uh, Austin FC. But for your owner to post this. Yeah. And then the tweet itself says, always know where we are going, but never forget where we came from. Another bonus match. And literally everybody's like, oh, you came from Columbus? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So well, people are like, you're from, someone put, you came from Connecticut, dude. <laughs> Which is like, I get it. It's a good clapback, but. It's, a, it's, it's not the right caption for this, for this image, for but Anthony this, Precourt to write this. What do you think about this sort of like, you know, like Dallas uh, Cowboys called themselves America's team. Yeah, they're calling themselves an underdog. They're like, nobody believes in us. Meanwhile, a lot of people believe in you. Yeah, yeah. And they're also, no one believed in you in the beginning of the season. No one knew what you were about. And also, um, I saw this. The Athletic did a, a poll of every MLS team, like their fans, and asking them where they thought their team would finish. Mm-hmm. Where did Austin FC fans think Austin FC would finish? What do you think? Tenth? 11th. So everybody said the same exact thing. So I don't know why this is the the narrative you are creating. Are you saying Anthony Precourt hates his own fans? (laughs) (laughs) It's a, uh, it makes no. A second city in a row. But this just like lit up Twitter. Uh, and it just for for a day and a half. It, this is all everyone wanted to talk about. It was it was Charles and Tom and Matt and everybody kind of responding. Some people joking around, some people taking it serious. And I think overall, it's would you say it's cringe because that seemed to be the uh, sort of undercurrent of the conversation that this is a little bit cringy for an owner to do. The it's the own. It's like you, now you 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 brought the teacher in. To get in on the joke, and now the joke is not fun anymore. Oh, it's you, like when your dad goes fleek. You know, you're like, <laughs> you went too far, uh, and I, I thought that's exactly what this was. Because look, it all these uh, uh, predictions are are wildly reasonable. They all make a hundred percent sense. Also, it, everyone's kind of on the same page. It was, here. <laughs> what it's there's a consensus. Yeah, that yeah everybody yeah. thought this is where they would end up, and you should be happy that this is not where you ended up. But for to to target these specific analysts is like, and, and to, to to the point where it's beyond a joke, and it's like y'all didn't believe in us. Then that's when it gets a little cringy. I mean, silly. I don't think it was beyond a joke. I think it's kind of remained lighthearted. I don't think anyone's getting like death threats or anything. Nobody again. No, not, not them in particular. It's just like the banter between fans about this yeah. is get, can get us slightly toxic. Uh, where it's just like it's not you know violent or anything like that, but it's just like the this uh, to me there's so many other things that Austin FC can be proud of. As uh, you know, I would love to talk about Brad Stuver and the unbelievable uh, uh, season and playoffs out, that he is having. I tweeted out 
Brad Stuver is no joke. Yeah. Wow. And by the way, he liked it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah. Brad, uh, Brad Stuver, on, on another vibe. Heavy on the vibes. Have, Him and his lady are just incredible people. Super nice. Uh, literally, I, like one of he's like one of the few MLS players that I can like DM and be like, yo, congrats. And he's like, yo, thanks, man. Yeah. I'm like, all right, this is, that's it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Good dude. Great, great yeah. dude. Get out of my window, Brad Stuver. I just <laughs> want to thank you for the tweet before. So the... Um, uh, so yeah, I, I don't get, I don't really get it, but uh, overall, the it's still a, a, a lot of credit to Austin FC, and I think the uh, so I was talking about television ratings. Austin FC FC Dallas, I think, was the highest um, rated match, uh, the most viewers, and I think great match. And people are, are really just FC Dallas, by the way, man, what a great year! You know, people get frustrated with like you know how Austin FC came to be and and whatever. Um, but let's not be wild. I mean, you haven't been to Austin for, for no, matches. I haven't. But having watched that, you can't say that that fan base doesn't deserve a team without That's a doubt. Crazy. I, Austin, and Austin in general has an unbelievable like soccer community and American soccer community, and people even like um, Premier League ratings are usually highest in Austin. That, that's like another common thing. So uh, great city for. An MLS team, so it it, it worked out. That, I mean, look, I'm glad Columbus obviously kept their team and everything, right? But it's a, it's a great town for the sport, and I'm glad they're thriving and and, and doing well. I I think I mean, now we can start making a few predictions uh, because I I actually think they we should they, talk about who's who's MLS Cup, who's going to who's going in the MLS Cup. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I I I see Austin. I think they can do it. I think Austin can beat LA at the bank. Uh, and, you know, obviously I'm going to pick NYCFC uh, to beat Philly. But but more than anything, I think the game, I think NYC Philly is going to be, I, I, I'm hoping this, but I think it's going to be one of the best MLS matches in history. That's true. That is the feeling I have going into You're the game. saying that? It's going to be like nil-nil for the 90th <laughs> minute. One Even shot if it's on nil, goal nil. each. I think it's going to have a, 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 a lot of like... You know, fights. I think there's going to be a lot of, you know, scuffles between the players. I think Brujo, Brujo, I think he's going to come in with like he even in the the, the, the the two matches that they played this season, there was, you know, that that intensity was there. Right. And and I think that's what Philly is probably going to try to use to maybe get in the heads. Maybe, you know, NYCFC is not a team that gets goaded. No, but to, they are susceptible to it. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's. Um, I think that's going to be the move. Make it make it an emotional game because uh, I think that's how how Philly's going to approach it. I think I think NYCFC wins. They just seem to be on such a roll. They got again for the second year in a row. They got hot at the absolute right time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think NYCFC beats Philly, but I think it's going to be tough. I think it's going to go down to penalties, um, and I think I'm picking NYCFC every time when it comes to penalties and. Part of my, we've been to LA before, yeah, plenty of times. I've never been to Austin. I'd love to see what that city does with an MLS Cup final, um, but I have a feeling LAFC is just going to be too strong. Oh my god! I hope you don't add me to a laminated seat. <laughs> uh, I just think LAFC is too strong of a team. I think it's going to end up being LAFC versus NYC, and I think NYC wins. Yeah, I, I think um, I think the Eastern Conference is winning. So even if it's Philly or NYC, I think uh, either of them are the would be the favorites. But I, I, yeah, I just, I feel like uh, Austin can do it. I, I think the, you know, when I saw the game against uh, Galaxy, for them to give up two goals against Galaxy, who are, who are not really that strong a team, and Austin is, is. Yeah, but the emotions are really heavy in those types of matches. 
It's hard yeah. to it's hard to say. It's really not about the eleven on the pitch, like their how well they play. Yeah, that's a that's a who wants it more match. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't think that match was that in particular. Um, I thought the the quality showed in 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 the goals that uh, LAFC gave up, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but um, but I think Austin's just better, and I think and not not necessarily better than LAFC, but I think they have a real real opportunity to cause an upset and i think it might go to extra time it might go to penalties uh and i would and i would pick stuver over uh Cripo in uh in that yeah sense. and i honestly think in all in all seriousness it's mls playoffs and i think this is why people say like uh you know uh, there's a lot of rebel fans who like you know uh, supporter shield is the real winner because they had to do it over a span of a whole season and mls cup is whoever has a momentum and i think that second part of that statement is absolutely true you have to have momentum and if you're looking at the west uh, the western conference who has more momentum than Austin? Not LAFC. LAFC is doing well. Austin's got all the momentum right now. Yeah, I mean, look, if they were at home, I would, I would go on momentum. But the, you know, I don't know how many away fans they're gonna allow for Austin. You know, this is a, a, an issue with uh, Subaru Park, like Philly. I think, yeah, it's like two thousand uh, that they're uh, they're limiting it to two thousand tickets. Um, which is, you know, sometimes fans are like, "Well, we should have more." I'm like, my feeling is like, we you want more, get a home game. Like, yeah. I don't know, I don't see the point in complaining if if like if they if they said a thousand or whatever. I mean, you know, there's, there's, a, there's also they need a home field advantage. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. And you know that. You, so if they, I understand, I'd be like, yeah. So the two fans could sit right there, <laughs> and we'll we'll get some people around. Uh, NYCFC um, fans really turn they out. Travel really well. Especially, I think they have the best travel support of the league. I don't know. I mean, I, to me, that feels like it's LAFC because I, I see their away ends. Oh, LAFC absolutely also. Packed. Also. But um, no, I think NYCFC overall. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, as far as consistency, uh, it is pretty. Well, let's, let's be honest. It's easier to drive to a lot of the games on, yeah. the, East, on the East Coast. Right, right, right. Um, so, yeah. I'm, uh, so, yeah. That's, uh, I'm picking um, NYC against Austin. Alexis is picking NYC against uh, LAFC. Um, Even though I think Austin has the momentum, but I think LAFC just has a little bit. Uh, they're look, a class above. I think right now Austin is playing with house money. Um, the, uh, so let's see what some people are saying in the chat. Uh, ben Jaskolnik said LAFC travels unreal. I agree. Uh, yeah, everybody's saying it's LAFC. I, I kind of it feels like just like by the eye test, it feels like LAFC. But maybe NYC is is fairly close. Um, uh, uh, Jason Pena says uh, Union fans' confidence is going to make uh, NYCFC win sweeter. Okay, the confidence is there as well. And Jason also said the Union didn't look great versus Cincy. Um, I, I wouldn't say that they didn't look great, but I, I think Cincy played that game very well. I think yeah. they, I think they're better than we uh, a lot of people expected. But you should also be worried that Cincy played the best game they were able to play, and Philly still beat them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Camilo Garcia said, Brujo is coming with that brujería. Mike Thomas said, you're both dead to me until <laughs> Monday. <laughs> I mean, it'd be weird if one of us were like, uh, yeah, I think the union going to really yeah. demolish that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I- I'll-, I'll say this. I think If I thought NYCFC was going to lose, I'd say it, but I don't think they're going to lose. I don't. Um, it- it's- I don't think it'll be easy. I thought, I thought the game against... Um, Miami, I thought the game against Montreal, I thought they would be more difficult than they actually were. My my one concern... I actually didn't think we'd beat Miami. I was worried we wouldn't beat it. I th- I, the home game, I'm like, we got it. I, yeah, I, but it, I was, it was City Field. Yeah, yeah. But the the my my concern, actually, uh, in, in approaching this game is 
the 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 lack of a real test. I mean, and not to disrespect Miami or Montreal. Montreal was a little too easy. It's yeah, I I almost didn't expect it to be that easy. Philly is another level, but I think we we thought the same thing last year in the run up. Atlanta wasn't really a test. Atlanta wasn't that tough, but the game against um, New England, New was. England was that was. But we stepped up. It was like, oh, we so we breezed past Atlanta, and now we got to play the best team in the history of the league. So that was a, that was good in that preparation. Obviously, Philly was you know they had the you know the, all the missing players, so they, it didn't have the same exact like weight of it. But but having that test within the playoffs, I think, was a good. Uh, it happened at the right time. But I'm saying we we passed that test. Why can't we pass the test this time? I just I, the union. This year's union are better than last year's New England Revolution. Well, the points don't don't lay that out. But yeah, uh, I, I yeah, I think so. I, I, so so look, if NYCFC lose to the union, I think that is a a respectable loss. I think that's a that's a you can you can wrap yeah, your I don't head want around you putting it. that in the air. No, no, but but the, I I while I agree with you, I don't want you saying I, that. I get it. But more than anything, I I do think, like I said before. I think this is a different NYCFC than the beginning of the season, than the two times that uh, that the union faced them. And I don't think the union have seen this team. It, they don't got the Thule. They didn't see the Thule before. No, Kevin O'Toole, I'm, I'm telling you, bro, this draft Next pick, level. This, but does he play in a back four? I don't think so. He has. He has. But no, I think they're going to do back three. I think if Maxime... Who's the three? I think Maxime Chanel will play. If, let's say he doesn't. Who's the three? The, the, the risk... Collins... It, I, you, Justin Hack would probably be the guy, but that's a big ask because I, I don't know if he can, like, you know, obviously handle for 90 minutes the level of, of the, uh, the, Carranza and, and Ura. Wow. It, it's a lot. But I, I think NYCFC I'm not starts, saying he can. I'm just saying that's, a, that's tough to ask. I think for. they start with three at the back still. I think they stick with it. Um, they, it's worked so well. They possess them. They look so great against Montreal before Maxime got hurt. Um, and the possession is crazy. They look, they're connecting the one-twos, Gavi, Santi, Kevin O'Toole. Everybody's they're playing their best uh, soccer. So um, I think they're going to go with what, what, with what works. And I think Philly is going to have a tough time. I will say this. If we play the game, which is crazy that I'm about to say this. If we could play the game that Cincy played, we we beat Philly. We don't lose to Philly the way Cincy did. I agree. We have too many pieces. Yeah. It, it's, there's going to be a couple goals in here. Uh, this, also, this also feels like it might be similar to that New England game where it does go to extra time. It might to go to penalties it. as well. Um, but I Blake versus Sean Johnson, bro. It's gonna be a game, bro. I'm telling you it's guys, gonna it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be one of the best matchups in MLS history, bro. I remember when I met Andre Blake, I was like, I'm so happy I taught him how to play. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's like, thank you for teaching me patois as well. That was really <laughs> yeah, yeah. cool, of you. No, I got you, my brother. I got you. Now get out in Jamaica and use it a little bit. You know? Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. Mm. Uh, Union at home are a different beast. I mean, you weren't against Cincy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? But you, you won. But you won. I, that to me, that shows class. You have look, to win the the, I, the tough ones. I, it's gonna be a when great you play game. ugly and win. Union at home. Union away. They've been spectacular this season. They were so close to winning Supporters Shield. Uh, let's you know, it's it's almost uh, insulting to just highlight the, the their home record. They they are a great great team, and I think NYCFC is just. Hot at the at the very very right time. Yeah, 
Uh, Pulisic just got an assist in the Champions League. Hey, congratulations, right, Christian on. Pulisic. Are you going to be benched on the weekend? Right. How did no. you get an assist from the bench, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. Your coach hates you. Uh, Every coach hates you. Go to Everton or Leeds. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Uh, SKC Fan TV uh, is a step ahead of me. NWSL final. Uh, so the, the the two matches, uh, O.O. Rank, uh, Kansas City current. Uh, why are we talking about anything besides Crystal Dunn, dude? I know. Well, I just, you know, got to highlight who's who made it to the yeah, final. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the Kansas City current to go from last year, worst record in the league, to uh, uh, getting to the final. Second year in with, the league. And this is the main thing, because we had them on the show, Sam Mewis and Lynn Williams, right. um, before the season Both began. Both injured. Both injured. Lynn Williams, ACL, out for the whole year. And for Kansas City current to still... Uh, uh, succeed at, uh, to this level uh, uh, an expansion team quote, I say quote unquote expansion team because they just moved essentially yeah. uh, hey second year in the league <laughs> okay. Utah never existed <laughs> so um, but for them to uh, win in Seattle uh, uh, to, to get the final I think is uh, absolutely huge and then but then the game the, the, the wave against the Thorns uh, you know to, to the late goal from Crystal Dunn shouts to the wave though what an incredible first season yeah, they they uh, they didn't get the promotion, even though they have Alex Morgan uh, and Abby Dahlkemper. Um, they didn't get the promo that uh, uh, Angel, Angel City, City got. Angel City got, but damn, they they did it on the pitch. Very much so. Yeah, they looked. They uh, you know I think for Angel City once uh, Kristen Press got injured, and then they brought in Sidney Rue. Uh, she got injured, mm-hmm. and they, they just they couldn't score goals. So they, it, it kind of deflated the uh, oh, the Chan Clasico, which is what yeah. they call it. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> funny. <laughs> just such a great name. Um, but San Diego, you know, shout out to the homie Kalen Sheridan, uh, goalkeeper, who, you know, obviously gave up uh, uh, the two goals yeah. in the game, but it, they were just a rocket. I mean, what are you going to yeah. do? There's nothing you can do. Uh, so they, they uh, look, I think a very, very uh, exciting and proud season, a great start for the expansion team in, in uh, San Diego Wave. Yeah, San Diego Wave, I think, is is putting themselves in a position to be like, nah, I don't want to say like uh, North Carolina used to be, mm-hmm. but they look like next season they're not going to skip a beat. Well, they, they've got a lot of good pieces. It's it's interesting. The obviously it, it's difficult to experience this NWL season without you know the drama that has been around it and a, a lot of the the, yeah. the the sad stuff. But the thorns, it's an interesting thing with the thorns, especially because they I the think fans were there. The fans were there, and and a lot of fans were saying like we, we you know we can't support um, we can't support the team or we can't support the club and we don't like the owner. But you want to support the players, you, you know? want to, and and it was a little bit like heart wrenching. Um, who's the goalkeeper? Uh, Bixby, I think. Um, yeah, Bixby is the um, the, the thorns. keeper for the thorns. And I think she may have tweeted out, or somebody else on the thorns, but literally, like, just tweet out, like, "Hey, we need the fans there." Like, yeah. and it's just you, like, you just reading it, but you hear like right. the 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 sort of like tears as as the, you know, you, right. you could imagine crying as you're tweeting something like that to really be that vulnerable and say like, "Look, we, I know what's going on." Right. But, but we, like the you want to support the troops, you don't have to support the war. Exactly, you know and what I mean. That's exactly a, a good way to put it. So the that's why that Crystal Dunn goal had so much like absolute bananas. Yeah, it, I mean it had so much like emotion behind it because it wasn't just her scoring that goal. And it wasn't just what, what is it something like a hundred and seventy days removed from giving birth? Yeah, uh, her coming in in the second half. There was so much the storyline on this goal. Yeah, and the way it went in. I mean, just absolutely. Right. But both goals that the wave gave up were like from poor 
clearances, yeah. uh, you know, from set pieces. And it's just, again, it just sucks that that's how it happened. Um, but the thing about the thorns though, that I love is that, I, you know, you're just like watching and you're like, dude, this looks like a European final. Yeah. Yeah. Thorns. Yeah. Absolute uh, incredible so, support. So it was great to see. Um, and, uh, you know, for, for Crystal Dunn, I think another, uh, wrinkle in the whole storyline was that she scored as a midfielder. And everybody's like, yo, Blocko, you watching this? Bro, she could literally <laughs> play any position on the damn field. This is, so, look, as far as that, uh, that conversation about what position should she play for the U.S. Women's National Team, I, I get that she is a, she's a great midfielder, and, and, you, and we see what she's capable of doing, but I don't think there's a better fullback. When she plays fullback, she's on side. You can't get by her. Yeah. So I, I, she's almost too good at that position to give it to somebody else for the U.S. Women's National Team. So that's that, that's a, at least my opinion. I, I do. I think that she could be better in another position uh, if somebody do they play three at the back. No, they do not. They play four. They should, bro. She'd be an amazing wing back. It, it's it's gonna be the the, the women's World Cup is gonna be fascinating because especially after the U.S. Women's National Team took two L's in a row for the first time in like what yeah 10 years. I, I I think this might be the well, the U.S. won two in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see them winning this next one. I'm not my. I'm not super excited about what our ch- chances can can look like. I need to see some better integration of like the Trinity Rodmans and the and and that's the thing. And I I think they haven't f- adapted to the team no. fast enough. They are very young. I mean, I like I follow. I disagree. I think it's the opposite. I think the team hasn't adapted to them. You've got you've got young superstars on the team. You got to bleed out some of these uh, seniors. That it's not their. This isn't their World Cup. I don't know. I mean, they look, there has to be a balance. Um, and I don't know. Look, I'm not going to, I'm not blaming the older players, nor am I blaming no, the younger players. I think it's the coach has but to, Vlaco has to make that I decision. Think, uh, Trini Rodman, Assi Sanchez. Uh, Those two names right there for me are just auto starts. See, not for me. I, Mallory Pugh, to me, is an auto start right now. But Trinity, I think off how right much, now, off the bench. How much soccer has Mallory Pugh really played in the last two years, though? A lot. What are you talking about? Well, didn't she take like when she went to Gotham? She took a couple months off. She didn't really play at Gotham, and then she got uh, traded again. But she's been spectacular for the Red Stars. Yeah, she, she had for, like eight, nine goals or something like that. She's been great. One, yeah, she came back for one season. She's been playing great. I'm not saying all right, but then you can say the same thing. Look, the spirit was the like worst team in the league after winning the the the, the, the championship the, would, the previous year. Wouldn't you rather see Trinity Rodman, Ashley Sanchez? Find a way to get Mallory Pugh in there, uh, Rose Lavelle. That kind of that for me, that central forward area. I, I would you're like stacked. I would like that, but I I think they are. We're not ready to do that just yet. I think maybe in the next three four years, they're gonna be they're gonna be the veterans. They're gonna be the stars without a doubt. But for this coming World Cup, I think they're. I think I would lean more on veterans. I think you have to have the veterans there, but I think this is an opportunity to show the world. The world's prepared for, you know, your Alex Morgans and your Megan Rapinos. Yeah. They're not prepared for Trinity and Ashley yet. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So this is an opportunity to say like, I, right, you didn't get to see it in, in, in England, but watch. You but about to hold yeah, the I mean, smoke in New Zealand. No doubt of the, the skill, especially with those two players. If you don't follow Trinity on, on TikTok, her and Ashley are like, they they when they wear it for the Ballon d'Or ceremony, they're just like parting through Paris. They're uh, literally the they best were, best of friends. Having, yeah, they were having so much fun. <laughs> so, uh, they were with the new owner for uh, the Spirit as well. I can't forget her name. Uh, Michelle Kang. Michelle Kang. Yeah, they were with her as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so funny. I uh, uh, Ashley Sanders put up a photo of herself 
uh, in the dress that she wore. Mm-hmm. And the way she looked at the camera was like, like uh, Mona Lisa esque. Like you couldn't tell what was in her what was in her brain. Okay. And I was like, no, this looks like she was like, I know my ex gonna see this. <laughs> Go ahead, post this. That's the move. That's yeah. the move. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, the NWSL final uh, uh, between uh, the Thorns and uh, the Kansas City Current. By the way, Del Boy Zero said, did you guys see the video of Megan Rapinoe twerking at Wembley? I don't know if she could move like that. She made a clap. Then I realized. <laughs> Probably, I'm probably not her type. No, you're, you're probably not. She's also in a very happy relationship with Zuber. But also, she's had moves for years. Oh, sure. Incredible Rapino dancer, can, Megan Rapinoe. Very much so. Yeah, yeah. Remember when she was like clearly schmizz at the parade? Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, what's his face? Uh, called her called a Rapino. And yeah, she, she basically like duggied all the way to the, to the podium, <laughs> dude. Uh, no, no. I mean, I mean, the vibes queen when it, when it comes to Megan she, Rapinoe. Oh, my God. I don't even, I mean, off the charts. Why are we, but first of all, <laughs> if we did the vibes, vibes awards for the women's <laughs> national team, we'd run out of awards, dude. <laughs> um, so, uh, Thorns against the Current in the final on Saturday. Uh, I believe the game is at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um the uh, on big CBS, which is exciting too. Which now, because it's on big CBS, and, and this a lot of people are gonna point this out after the, the rating is gonna be better than probably the MLS Cup final. <laughs> but, they, I mean, it, but you love to see it, I, I think. Um, again, uh, Apple, you already bought it. Apple, <laughs> <laughs> but hey. is it like look, it, uh, being right on network television helps uh, quite a bit. So, but I like the commercials with Ali and Ashlyn reminding everyone it's 8 p.m., you guys asked for it, you better right, watch. Right. So um, so the game, uh, should we go? I think we should go. I feel I think we should go, but, uh, thorns against the current. I mean, I know SKC fancy V's not going to be happy about it, but I, the, th- the thorns, you got to favor the thorns. Here. I'd say, Hey, KC, you did a good job getting here. <laughs> <laughs> you got to favor them. They, yeah. look, they, even with everything, um, that they, I'd be, I'd say, I'd be saying something different. Maybe if, if Sammy and Lynn were, were still in the school. Yeah. Look, I could, could they do it? I'm not, you know, I'm not saying no, uh, but the, the thorns, I, I just think this, the storyline is just so incredible given ever all the adversity that the Portland thorns go through. And it just seems to never affect on the field. It almost, Inspires the players to do better. It's 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 like, like in spite of their you know it's remarkable. Trash runoff, yeah, no it, disrespect. It's the remarkable. People so, who weren't a part of that. Um, the yeah, but look, I, Kansas City could a hundred percent. You know they have a very good shot at, at winning this game, especially that it's in a neutral ground. So this is where I, I think this is what what Kansas City's best chances. But uh, I mean the thorns are the thorns. They're just uh, they're, they're unreal. Um, so. Uh, but uh, it's going to be a fun uh, weekend of American soccer, and uh, so you may, you may, if you're going to be at any of the matches, you may see us there. So uh, we're excited uh, to experience that. There it is. Been talking for over an hour. You feeling gassed? Uh, I don't know. Just yeah, the energy. <laughs> yeah, two, yeah. two straight days. Of just crushing it. You know how it is. Uh, because. It's the Cooligans, buddy. There it is. Get ready for five. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, let's uh, let's wrap up here. Uh, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Say, Tali said, I'm about to break out my lamination machine and write that down. <laughs> Cooligans don't believe. <laughs> Bro, uh, look, if you, if you want to start a whole viral campaign just trashing our selections and predictions. Please do just spell our names right. Just tag us in it. We'll retweet you. Well, we'll. we'll- <laughs> 
Louisville very happily lean in. Very happily Okay, lean in. we're one of the blue checkmark mafia, okay? Uh, These elites that think they know what they're talking about. You need to you need to tag at Saka Cooligans and give them a piece of your mind. You better get after us. <laughs> okay, because these rascals can't be out here uh, spreading all this nonsense, okay? Uh... Christian, but also very much Alexis, come uh, say hi on Sunday. Love y'all. Justin Freeberg, we got to swing by. Say was we good. do. Oh, you know what? You know what I want to do because um, there were a couple um, really great reviews that we had. Ooh, new reviews. New reviews, and we got five stars. We got a bunch of five stars. We were hitting. We were at four point nine on the last one. Let me see if I could put the. I, I won't be able to put it on screen, but because uh, I didn't prepare beforehand. But let me. I just want to read a couple of them real quick. If you haven't left a, a review on Apple Podcasts, please do that. Um, also, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, yeah. you can't leave a, a written review but you can leave five stars, five stars. On, on Spotify. So we currently have 59 reviews uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts, and then we have 150 or something on Spotify. So on either of them, please, please, please leave a review. Um, the, the, we got this one from uh, CS Hender 33 said, great stuff. E, uh, so that five stars says five stars from a Spurs fan. Hey, says great stuff. Eating the even the Tottenham jokes. So shouts to you. But yeah, I, I know, try to I try to be not rude. You know, <laughs> uh, this was one of my favorite ones. It says from El Guapo, El Guapo del Negro. Hey. and he says uh, love the show. Five, Is that a song? Uh, I don't know. I think it's lyrics to an old song. Uh, it says, love the show. And then here's the, the review. It says, this podcast is an amazing place for hilarious takes on the beautiful game while also giving great insight to the fan experience and fan culture. Also, Alexis talks. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Wait, what? I don't get it. <laughs> you don't get it? No, you we, give a bunch of stuff and then I just. And then you also speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love well, honestly, I think you just got, I think you get it. You know, <laughs> I think you get what I'm trying to do here. <laughs> so uh, thank you for that. Um, uh, this was from Reservoir Dog 311. He said, this is the second review. They keep leveling up. This was the, because we had gotten a new feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, five stars. And Reservoir Dog said, the beautiful game is so hilarious without even trying that, that it's a wonder why more comedians don't offer commentary. That's why Alexis and Christian are the godfathers of soccer comedy. They do it the best, pure and simple. Listen to their live shows. Hey. Hey, come on. And you're here listening to the live show. So thank you. So we'll read some more. If you leave uh, some new reviews, feel free to do that uh, on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever the hell you use. Uh, so uh, so shouts to everybody who left the review. And uh, join the Patreon as well uh, after uh, after the NWSL final and the Eastern Conference final uh, and all the MLS got matches. No caps. We got a new no cap recap coming through. And uh, if you haven't heard the one uh, about the, you know all the behind the scenes from the Premier League Fan Fest, that one's available right now. So go check that out. It's a lot of fun. Patreon.com slash soccer cooligans. Uh, all right. That's it. We're done. Another one in the books. Uh, Y'all the absolute best. We will see you next week. Enjoy your weekend. Let's go on YCFC, baby. (laughs) Let's go. Love you guys. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.